The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, Decode Communications is joining us for our thinking point today. They are a communications company. They've been monitoring how government, both national and provincial levels, and some of their spokespeople engage with citizens, most specifically on the platform Twitter. Now, they also are asking whether or not they know how to communicate effectively using these platforms. Lorato Tsengeng is the CEO of Decode Communications. Lorato, good Good morning to you and thank you for your time today. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning to you and to your listeners. Let's talk about, firstly, why the need to even monitor what public officials are doing on social media. So, so back in 2011, Kathy, I was part of uh, the uh, Department of Public Service Administration program which is called the Open Government Partnership, right? Mm. And uh, uh, that in, in that, they talk about enhancing transparency, public uh, participation, accountability, and, and uh, fighting against corruption, both in public and, and private spheres, right? And if you think about public participation in 20, back in 2011, a lot, a lot of it was physical, you know, in bizarre's, uh, round tables and the likes, because social media was not as ubiquitous as it is today. Fast forward 11 or 10, 10 or so years later, uh, you, you, you realize that you, you know digital communications uh, is almost at the forefront of helping uh, organizations, even government, to connect directly uh, to, to citizens, right? And, and, and I had been curious uh, to find out, uh, is, has government, you know, particularly around these principles of enhancing transparency, accountability, and public participation, uh, is it uh, you know effectively using these channels and and, and Twitter uh, uh, precisely because you know if you think about the, the algorithms uh, of, of uh, the uh, different social platforms, uh, Twitter is a lot more it works more like a, a newsroom. You know, it's fast-paced, uh, it's almost in real time. But most importantly, people who are in broadcasting and in, in media and journalism like yourselves. You know, it's, you are able to quickly pick up on a story. For instance, if an Eliza Mtanga is putting up a, 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 an announcement on, on, on Twitter, you are likely to get it quicker than you would on a Facebook or on, an, on any other of, 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 these, uh, of these platforms. So hence, we then thought that let us start. The first thing would be put up a mirror and say, Let's check the leaders, and the, and the leaders in particular, because if you think about this, particular these values, transparency, public participation, accountability, the functionaries like the communicators, they, 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 can, do, they can only do so much. But the leaders, they are, you know, they are the ones who make the, the key decisions around, you know, making sure that when they account, whether they account in parliament, whether they account, uh, you know, as, as different platforms, they would then have to find ways of communicating uh, to us as, uh, as a citizen. Lorato, I think it would be safe to say that Twitter, by and large, would represent the voices of young people in the country, or at least a portion of young people in the country when you look at the fact that, you know, there seems to be that 20 to 35% age group that is dominating uh, activity on, on Twitter? No, 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 absolutely. And in fact, a majority of social media, uh, the, the, the bulk of bulk of them, uh, you know, 
mainly young people are on there. But if you think about communications, not only in you know in a linear way, think about you know a lot of the, a lot of what happens on Twitter ends up on uh, WhatsApp groups, right? Whether as screen grabs or as videos or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So, so there's a, there's a whole ecosystem where where you know a lot of what may be happening where you know it's it's a small community of about 10 million or so users. But secondly and most importantly. A lot of us as young people are influencers in our, in our own community, right? Think about when, when it's either elections or when we're talking about vaccination, vaccination programs and all of that. The expectations is that a lot of us are then expected to, one, help our parents, uh, you know, our, our aunts and extended family members explain some of these concepts. Uh, around, you know, for instance, the booster jab now. In, in one of my family, uh, my family uh, WhatsApp groups, we, we've been talking a lot about what are the implications of this booster jab, should they be taking the booster jab. So, so it is with that in mind that uh, a lot of us, or at least there may be only about 10 million of us on Twitter, but our influence go beyond uh, the boundaries of Twitter. And, you know, this is often one of the criticisms that is leveled about how seriously we should be taking anything that is said or that unfolds on Twitter because it is only 10 million people. We have 59 million uh, people in, in, in this country. So to some extent, it's not a reflection of those that are online. I mean, Twitter only has a third of the kind of following that, let's say, Facebook has in, in South Africa. No, 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 and absolutely right. And, and I guess the most important thing would then be looking at uh, the, the utility of the, the various platforms, right? Uh, and, and, and again, if you look at news websites, uh, news organizations like yourselves, right? Uh, if, you, if you just observe how it is, Twitter or different social media platforms are utilized, you realize that SAFM, uh, uses Twitter a lot more than it uses Facebook, although there are uh, close to 30 million people on Facebook than on Twitter. I doubt the SASM communications and marketing team are neglecting Facebook. It is just how the, you know, the, the algorithm is configured, that the updates on Twitter, because a lot of them are in real time, but also there are not as many limitations like on, if you think about a Facebook as an example, uh, uh, unless if it's a company page or a brand page, right? You can only have uh, as many as 5,000 people that are your friends, whereas Twitter does not have, have, have that limitation. So, so, so I guess there are those considerations there, although they may be, you know, or at least when looking at it, it may be as if they have uh, uh, limited numbers. But I always, always say as well that the numbers, if you look them, if you look at them in isolation, you may think that the conversation is only insulated there. Mm. But if you consider that a lot of it then spills over into Facebook, into uh, TikTok, into many other platforms, uh, then then we don't necessarily have to worry a lot about the absolute numbers. Mm. Let's talk. Take a look then at how the behaviour of government officials has been changing on social media. Are we finding that more and more people, especially government officials, want to open Twitter profiles? Uh, and, and, and one of the, the, the people that we've been observing uh, curiously has been 
the DG of uh, basic education, uh, right? And, 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 and why he is because, you know, while our report focuses on uh, uh, cabinet members, their spokespeople, the uh, cabinet members of the provincial executives and their spokespeople. We then thought that the next layer would be the, the director generals uh, in, 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 in department because they are the accounting authorities, right? And, and it has been very interesting that Heather uh, has been doing exceptionally well, one, in just informing the public, uh, you know, around the activities of the DBE, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, the dealing with the eradicating mud schools in the Eastern Cape and the likes. But the biggest question, and again around these values of uh, public participation and accountability, would be interesting to see how much or how much is he facilitating of the conversation around policy, right? You're going to be having a conversation later with with uh, a spokesperson of, of the DBE around this issue of the, the, the bill on, on sale of alcohol in, in schools, right? You, you almost then want for that kind of conversation to find expression uh, on a platform like Twitter. And, mm-hmm. and the, 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 the one person who that is not part of the report but is doing something exceptionally well is the Deputy Minister of Higher Education, Buti Manamel, right? Uh, he's been hosting this uh, Twitter space sessions called Off the Cuff with Buti. The most recent one, Casey, and I thought that it was it was amazing, right? He literally got over, I think, around 10 uh, CEOs of the, the, the CETAS uh, to, to come and uh, inform us as the public in terms of their programs that they are running, right. some of the challenges that they are experiencing, and the likes. Mm. Lorato, we'll mm. continue our conversation in a bit. It's just after 9.30. Luanda Maume is standing by with the latest news headlines. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on The Talking Point, and I'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. That's going to be shortly. Of course, you can raise any of the issues that we've put on the agenda or something else completely that is not on the agenda, but uh, certainly that you want us to be aware of. We're in conversation with Lorato Tsenkeng, CEO of Decode Communications. Lorato, one of the things that is easy to notice is that there are some officials who are more in charge of their accounts and are deliberate about having their uh, accounts be a reflection of who they are as individuals, whereas others, of course, are a lot more formal and really just giving updates on a need-to basis. So, so and, and, and you almost have three categories, right? You, you have uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. The good, uh, and, and, and I take, and interestingly, you know, uh, your, some of your former colleagues like Ranzu Temba, who used to be in, in broadcast media and now has crossed over to be with the Minister of, uh, of Police, uh, Becky Keller. She's doing fantastically well, right? Uh, if you look at, you know, currently with the, 16, the, the, the campaign on 16 days against GBV, uh, she has been running a campaign, you know, informing South Africans beyond the usual. What are some of the programs of SAPs that they are running? But most importantly, she has uh, literally increased her trust capital. So uh, I don't know if you remember, there was a story about two young girls in school uniform who were abducted mm. in, uh, in Krugersdorp recently, right? A lot of the people on Twitter tagged her, asking her if she knows about it. And, and, it, and she was exceptionally responsive. 
And, and, and I think what is good about something like that is it demonstrates that people know that she is not a police station. She is not a police official, right? But her ability to be responsive and being able to deal with that matter, because in a matter of, uh, you know, hours, there was a press statement that was one acknowledged incident acknowledging that it was police officials and there is an investigation that, that, that is ensuing and it shows the impact when you have communicators who are on the fly being very dynamic and then you have the bad right the bad are you know uh, again another you know ex-colleague of yours in in in, in maschaba uh, maschaba group she, she she she's doing exceptionally well in the sense that if you look at the numbers she's the uh, most followed uh, uh, communicator uh, or, or uh, most followed spokesperson uh, amongst all, all, all of all of them, right? With over 500,000 followers on Twitter, uh, but her communication is not as consistent as it as it ought to be. Think about the the, the issue around the National Arts Council maladministration recently with a community of artists that were impacted and affected by this. One of the things that you'd at least anticipate is that. Con- communicate consistently to this affected community in terms of what is the progress and uh, you know w- what are the outcomes. We know that the report may not have been uh, put out in public by by the by the minister, uh, but, but keep this community abreast and not only make announcement when there is a when 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 there is an announcement like a press release or, or something like that. When we look at the officials, there are some who get it right and some who get it wrong and some who just, you know, find themselves always in the mix of both ends of the spectrum. And and I've got a message here already from uh, Mugwadi who says, uh, uh, Mbalula Twitter space is very confusing. If you're unaware of his status in South African politics, you might think he's a sugar daddy or a party animal. Unfortunately, I cannot unfriend him because uh, he might have something unexpectedly valuable to say any given day. So I keep watching the space. Um, and, I'm, and I'm reading that message because Fikile Balula is also the most followed um, public official in, 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 in the country. Indeed, he is. He, he's, he's one of the, the most uh, curious case studies. And, and we say curious because, uh, one, uh, you, you know, he, 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 he or just recently he was acting as the head of elections for the governing party, mm. uh, you know, closer to, to the local government elections. And when you look at his activity as far as the ANC policies, ANC issues, ANC programs are concerned, there seems to be a lot of confidence that he communicates with. Juxtapose that with the programs of uh, government, particularly his department, Department of Transport, especially where there's an issue of crisis or where there's, where, where there's an issue, you know, where, where people are, are really raising real issues. Take the, 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 the trucking strike recently in, in, on the M3 where truckers blocked or at least just decided to stop in the middle of, of, of the highway, right, because they wanted to get his, his attention. His engagement was zero on 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 that issue, mm. right? Right. Mm. Uh, there, there, there was a recent report in in the city press about the state of uh, of rain in of of Prasa, mm. right? And, and and again, even there, there was zero engagement. Literally, Kathy, a day later, which was on Monday, so, so the the headline was on the story in the city press was on Sunday. On Monday, they were then launching the road safety campaign, and there was a minister Mbalula 
you, you know, tweeting a lot about the program of road safety, road safety campaign. And, 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 and that may not be a bad thing, right? Because, but, but the most important thing that communicators and public representatives must always remember is that you can't pick and choose what you communicate because you have a cause that you, know, you, you, you want to be championing. And it, it is not only if you take the good, you must take it with, with the bad. Mm. And the last thing about observation about Minister Sigil Mbaluna, unfortunately, he uses the kind of language that is uh, uh, unprofessional, or at least in, in, in our view, right? A public representative who is a leader in government uh, ought not to find himself responding the way he did to uh, Carl Newhouse. Because after that headline on, on, uh, on, on Sunday in the city, with the City Press story, Carl House is uh, an ex-ANC or uh, an ANC member who is now uh, finding himself in a disciplinary hearing, uh, put up a, a tweet and saying, you know, almost insinuating that uh, Mr. Fixit is failing to fix the country's uh, ra- railway, railway uh, uh, sector, right? And the response there, Kathy, it's something that we should not even repeat on radio. Yeah. That is how uncouth and yeah. unacceptable it is. All right. Lorato, thank you so much for your time, for coming onto the show today. So that report by Decode Communications, I'm sure if you go onto their Twitter handle, you'll find it there. Lorato sounds like uh, somebody who's on top of communication and updates when it comes to